How you doing? Good. 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 This good. Is, uh, good. It's like try number two. Number two. Uh, Reg. Stone. And like I said before, the most unimaginative named podcast. And we talk music. We love your names. Uh, and what have you been listening to? All right. So <laughs> as I was trying to say, we are on SoundCloud right now. So SoundCloud.com slash The Couch Sessions. And I, I reactivated the, the SoundCloud account. So I've been listening to a lot of like house disco Migos remixes <laughs> from bedroom producers in Berlin. <laughs> uh, it, it goes really deep. And I'm just kind of like, oh, 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 like cats who have five plays. Shouts out to the five players. Oh, <laughs> out there making those making those five people happy. <laughs> I mean, we we can't talk because all right, we didn't do a lot of promo for the last podcast, so no, we only no, had like no. we had like nine plays. We can count the amount of plays on your hand. Yeah, no, nah, we gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, speaking of amigos, have you have you heard giving the amigos a proper listen? All right, so here, here's the thing. All right, culture two, twenty four tracks. Really, <sighs> really. It, it's like it's like the Lord of the Rings of trap music. <laughs> nah. it's is it is it it's got to be a, it's a solid two hours, right? Because I've actually tried playing it like commuting, and I was able to get to where I had to be, get back, and I still had like five or six songs left. Yeah, it's like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, so it's not like these are like two and a half, three minute pop songs coming in, coming no. out, and every song is four minutes long. Yeah, no, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> And and yeah, nah man, uh, a little too long, I guess for the streaming era. The idea is the fact that you have it as long as possible because this is one album and you get to stream for it. You know, as much flood flood the streets, <laughs> flood the streets with products. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. It's like if you put twenty four songs in an album, damn, that means like you have another fifty that were just like <laughs> yeah, sitting no. on the cutting room floor. Yeah, and it, and the thing is. All right, like before we get into the quality of the album, I think either or it does feel like it's like two hours. Like, like yeah, the album. Oh, no. it does. It, like it, it, it doesn't fly. <laughs> like, like definitely, like back to the Lord of the Rings. That shit does not like you know. It does not go like very easy, you know, down the throat. It's just, it's it's definitely like your ass hurts after a while. <laughs> the headphones start to hurt a little bit. The AirPods are slipping, slipping out of your ears. It's something that's definitely not something easy to listen to. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, well, and that's the thing. Like, I couldn't finish it. I had, I had work to do. I had things to do. I had a life. <laughs> I, I, I got through like maybe fourteen of the twenty-four, so I don't even know what the back, the back half is. Oh, the back half is not. They go into after the Post Malone's song. They kind of go into this weird, like slow it up a little bit. Like, I won't say it's Post Maloney, but it's definitely a lot more melodic, a lot more smoother. So yeah, it's it's weird though because. Up until that point, it doesn't feel like the album sequenced. It feels like they just no. throw songs. No. Like, this song goes after this song, and nothing really makes logical sense, because at least in Culture 1, like those first four or five songs from Bad and Boot, I forget, it's that DJ Khaled song, and then there's, there's like a good like four or five songs that are perfectly sequenced. Like, exactly. And this one just feels totally random until like the very end. Yeah. And, and it's hard when you have that many songs. <laughs> <laughs> 
to not think about sequencing. Like, I'm just saying. But that's the thing. So and maybe that's where we are now. You figure that, all right, like, you know, traditionally, like, oh, I've got A side, B side, double disc. But like, yeah. we're po- so post CD, you can't even wrap your mind about making it like even two halves. You're just like, how do I make these 24 songs fit? <laughs> like, you can't even do it in halves. Like, because you're, you're, you're so trained not to think in the terms of CDs anymore. This is this is a CD box set. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking playlist. It's just, here's, here's your rap caviar, <laughs> except by one fucking three dudes. And, but the thing is, I like it, but it's, I like it. I think the closest, actually, I have a direct correlation between this and another great piece of hip hop art. Okay. Blueprint and Blueprint 2. Because mm. I feel like with Migos, the first culture, it's like, cool. all right, this is our statement. And even though you may hate or love it, and I and to a certain extent, I don't think it's as high as Blueprint, even as far as rap is concerned. Yeah. I think Future probably has the Blueprint somewhere in his discography more so than yeah. Migos. But it was still, you can't, that shit was, that shit was the whole year. Yeah. So you can't deny it. And then going back to the Blueprint 2, which people kind of hate on, technically that was a great album. The problem is that it was just overstuffed. Jay-Z yeah. was snapping. You had some crazy beats. You had Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> They just threw too much in it, so after a while it became like dull. Like, and the thing is, even then people say it's whack. There's not anything bad like Sunshine, like like that sticks out. Well, <laughs> oh, this is a really bad Jay Z song. Yeah, nothing really in Blueprint Two is just a lot of just you know a lot of Jay Z. Yeah, you got to call a little bit. Same thing with this Migos. It's way way it's way it's, too many Migoses. It's, it's a lot of Migos. Migoses. Mi, mi guy. Oh God. It's a lot of me guy. Yeah, and it's and it's all. And that's what's kind of unfortunate, because at least towards the end, they have those slow songs. They need to throw something in the middle, some curve, some kind of, some something. It just, it just kind of all bumps yeah. in the same kind of bumpy, kind of bumping kind of way. Yeah, and, and I mean, cool. and that's my problem. I mean, I'm not trying to get all Joe Button, but that's kind of like my problem with a lot of trap music, is that it's good in small doses. And you get the connection of the beat and the hook, and all that comes together. It's fire. But you can't. It's like you can't do that for every song. Oh, you know it's tough. It's mad tough. I, I, there's a friend of mine who DJs, and he, he's always saying how just because the BPM are always the same, he's like it's hard because at a certain point, trap is so big, so you've got to play the trap hits, but it's all the same BPM. Yeah. So after a while, it kind of sounds the same. Where at least, and the thing is, obviously, there's some songs that are slower, there's some kinds of songs that are like faster, but all the pumping songs are kind of have that same kind of tempo. So it's kind of hard to kind of go in there and kind of flip it. Like, especially if you're DJing, it's going to sound like the same song for like, you know, an hour straight. I mean, I literally think this is the same song for an hour and 50 (laughs) minutes. And that's the thing, you know, when you look at some of the other people in trap right now, there's a lot of experimentation, you know, look at what, you know, Future did with the two albums that were like more as R&B and one more as like Trap, you yes. know, uh, Young Thug kind of doing like whatever country thing he was trying to do. But I think like Migos needs to get to that point. Don't forget Justin Timberlake trying to trap. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. That's our that's, that's... secret ninja third member that's, of the Wu-Tang Clan, that's the... Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky out here, illest photographer in the streets. And how, how, is Timberlake trap though? That last tra- that, that new trap uh, single Supply. he dropped. So Supplies. yeah, Supplies is definitely trap. But yeah. then it has like it goes to the EDM, like it, it it hits every single focus group. But that's that's uh, that's Timberlake. 
And uh, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, next, that's, that's a whole next other week's podcast. Because yeah, all right, because with Timberlake, what gets me is the fact that like I was I was really hoping for that Bon Iver Timberlake album. I was hoping I saw, for that. Yeah, I saw the cover. I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm 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 with you. I'm wanna, in the woods. Yeah, I want to see him out there playing ukulele and shit. But when I'm, he's doing I'm in the woods. This this whole watered down trap shit is very depressing. Like how. No, I got you. Go, go. Oh, the next, the, I think the next single, you'll get that. I think it's called Say Something or Something Something. Mm. And it has Chris Stapleton, so you can't get any more country or bony there than Chris Stapleton. It's true, though. I want to get, I want to, I want to feel like, like country. I want to, I, I want country grammar. <laughs> <laughs> no, as for that, you're going to get Accidental Racist. Remember that one? Brad Paisley oh, and, true. Uh, and uh, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. want that. So it, since we're on a sidetrack, there is a hip hop DX like Merz goes into hip hop country, like redneck hip hop, like dudes with Confederate flags, and I support Trump. But oh, I also like Tupac. There's that, a bunch of those dudes though. That's a thing. Well, that's a thing. That's that, country too. Like I hear country. There's a country song and I can't remember what it is. They've got um, DJ Mustard like Yelps. So it's a, an acoustic song. It's, it's simple. It's it's, it's acoustic. Yeah. And it, but you can tell it's like they play like a little two bar loop and looped it. Yeah. And maybe there's like a little beat, but like not really hip hoppy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then that little DJ Mustard, like, yeah, comes in every fucking eight bars. And it's like, holy shit, this is fucking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. And I think like Migos would be the next, like, they could make a good country crossover hip hop track. <laughs> Track. Well, hey, no, they came close. Were they crucial conflicts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they got the draw. <laughs> they got definitely got the draw. Them, them niggas is country as fuck. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's not like they, they 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 need to like really do anything like great. They say three words, and you just like take a beat, take a guitar, take a twang, whatever, and loop it. Boom. Yeah, true. I, I and and yeah, I could definitely see the Migos country album. Well, what gets me about them is the fact, but they they came actually. But we kind of have it. You heard? What's it? It's um, the fourth song, Narcos. Oh, the that's actually my that's my joint right there. Oh, you know that that song bangs. That that's my joint. Right yeah, there. and they that, chopped up the little Spanish sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite yeah. they're doing the Speedy Gonzalez races Ariba. It, it's, it's I live mad, in the background. Mad, yeah, it's mad. Like these two things are Latin. <laughs> <laughs> And I just watched <laughs> Narcos on Netflix. And she's <laughs> <is> my girlfriend. <laughs> so, and she Latin. Okay. And this all makes sense. And, <laughs> and Speedy Gonzalez, though. And the thing is, and I'm not 100% sure. Obviously, they're probably both Spanish. But there's a little part of the loop that I'm pretty sure sounds like something like, uh, like Haitian music. Oh, word. There's a little part where they, they stutter the beat and then mm. it goes, nah, 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 nah. and then I was just like, I don't, I'm not 100 because the thing is, I don't think the guitar sample is the same as that. Yeah. So I wonder where that sample came from. So mm. I'm wondering if it was something Caribbean, not necessarily Haitian, but maybe something like African or whatever. That's because they were probably like, oh, this sounds something foreign. Put a bitch on there. They were just going to the Apple Loops. <laughs> And they're like, I don't recognize this country. It's got to be Spanish. Throw it in there. But it's like a little part where I was like, wait, man, I'm not 100% sure if that's necessary Spanish. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They I are mean, called amigos. I, I do want to say, I, 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 I do wonder what the thought process is. But I also think there's, there is no thought process. 
They literally heard the beat and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to worry about this." Oh, I watch Narcos. Narcos. Yes, and 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 we got like I said, I took it over the Arima in the background because <laughs> it's like, how are you gonna give the ad libs these? Like you've never been, like you never even went to like a Spanish movie. Like you don't know anybody. Like like like, like no Spanish at all. I mean, I I I, I the label could have got like Louis Fonzie on there or something. You know, could have like had somebody like give some legitimacy to the track. Yeah, no, it's it's you know, uh, the label yeah. has that money to bring that person in. Romeo Santo come in there, you know, <laughs> yeah, lay some smooth like, tracks. Yeah, you know, why not? Uh, yeah. But it goes to your point, though, because, all right, so here's my thing about Migos and, and what the problem with the album is. All right, besides its length, all right, they all they do, like you said, is pass songs around. So it's like literally, here's the beat, here's my verse. You take it over. Take off, here's your verse. Cool. Offset, here's your verse. Cool. And it goes into this weird, like, obviously, like, you know, circle, you know, yeah. which makes sense. But the thing is, we've kind of moved past that where, like you said, your future is dropping pure R&B albums. Yeah. You got your young thug. It's, like, everybody's kind of experimenting. Yeah. And it's interesting that they're still kind of in that same, like, they haven't really left the Migos world. And the Migos world is a fun one, hence Narcos, hence, you know, Hannah Montana, hence, you know, when they have the really just out there outlandish shit and they double down on the Migos's. Yeah. But, like, it's something where they're going to have to do something a little different because, like, how many, they've, they've got fucking, like, since the rise of Migos, we probably have, let's say, six mixtapes, five mixtapes, and we have a double album. Yeah. So you've got basically, let's say, 100 and plus, probably 120, 150 Migos songs. That they've released. Yeah, and then probably, and then this is probably being nice, probably 80% of them sound the same. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. the same. Yeah. So it's like, even though you may, you know, people all oh, mumble rap, Future, Future does have songs that, you know, he had a whole little R&B phase when he was in Ciara, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been like, like, he's gone through stuff. Young Thug has gotten weirder and quirkier over the years. Like, if you listen to the first Migos mixtape, mixtape and the current one, it's actually, besides the fact it's a little more amped, like it's a little more, because a little more strip club, they're a little happy to be in the studio. Yeah. It's the same shit. Like, oh, there's yeah. no, there's been no real change yeah. to... What they've been doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I was reading the Rolling Stone article. They, they literally, you know, they all have studios in the house, like most people. And I, I feel like they wake up and they drop five songs and then they eat breakfast. <laughs> you know? Uh, because, I mean, it's just like you drop 24 songs on an album, but they've been on other, you know, they, they've been producing all year. Oh, they've yeah. Been throwing out songs like left and right. So, I mean, they literally have to drop like, create like five, six songs a day. Oh yeah, no. You could you could have Amigos playlist that'll last twelve hours. <laughs> like if you probably somewhere deep, deep, deep in the, yeah. the the black site somewhere, the U.S. Army has this poor, poor prisoner that ain't do nothing wrong, but somebody fingered him, yeah. and all they're doing <laughs> is playing hours of Amigos songs <laughs> over and over again, trying to get him to talk. <laughs> Sad thing is that doesn't work for like most of the world. Sorry, <laughs> everybody likes, everybody likes Migos. <laughs> At the end of the day, you play some some I don't know whatever whatever that new Justin Timberlake song over on loop. That'll give me a talk. <laughs> no, not loop. Which one? The, the, uh, the, the trap one was. I like the trap. No, no, the other really? one that sounds like robots. Oh no, that's but you know why? Because like, like I know. Well, filthy gets me. Why is he using them Skrillex bass drops in 2018? It, it, like Skrillex stopped doing it himself it, since it, 2015. It sounds like a song for the robots. They're gonna take <laughs> over. My man's doing 2012 EDM songs. <laughs> 
It's, it's not for us. Yeah, it's no. not for humans. Zed, Zed drops. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, um. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I noticed about the Migos album is that Quavo pretty much has a production credit for every song. Which I. It makes you wonder, though, and I would love for him. I would because apparently Kanye West has been teaching him how to beat make. So I would love for it to be true. Although I was thinking suspicion, all he does is show up there like, "Yo, put a snare, <laughs> put a snare right there." Yo, that bass needs to be bassier. That's you know, in between blow smoke, <laughs> kind of coughing. Mike Dean is there, just mad as shit, spilling blunt ashes all over his fucking his synthesizers and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it, but it's cool. I hope he is. Like it's something where, it's weird. Um, with a lot of the trap producers, I feel like we've kind of been. There's new dudes coming up, but I feel like you still have the same gods. You still have your Zaytoven. You still have your uh, Metro Boomin. You still have your yeah. Mike Mill. Will made it. Yeah. Like I haven't really seen, and 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 I'll be honest, with you, I don't really pay attention that deep into the trap production. As far as dudes making money, 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 bank who get called up for stuff, it feels like it's still those dudes. Yeah. Like Mike Will was on fucking Kendrick. Like it's it's weird where it feels like. Because we've had, like, let's say, Trappers have been around for, like, five years. Yeah. Five, let's say, oh, I don't know, really uh, around, I mean, but... In, in, the, in the general yeah. headspace of, Lex like, Luger, Waka Flocka, comes yeah. down, bam, drops a nuclear yeah. bomb, and it feels from then, like, you figure the top producers haven't really shifted that much. You had a little bit of drill, where, what's that dude from, who, um, Chief Keef? That one producer, Big Cat, Big Young Dude, Young... Shit, I forget his name. But anyway, besides, young, young, young fill in the blank. <laughs> young fill in the blank. <laughs> you say, <laughs> but uh, but you've got these dudes that come out there, and it's like you figure they because it's it's weird. It's almost like because trap is there's so many trap producers out there, but it feels like nobody's popping up. Well, that's the thing. It's like there's there's not that very much variation in trap music. I mean, like like the the variation comes not from the the AO8s. It comes from the layer on top of the AO8. Yeah. You know, so Future knows that. Now, like, Future has flutes in every song, you know, but, like, that adds some type of melodic, you know, density to the out to the track. Whereas, like, a lot of what Migos does is literally, it's, it's like, producing for dummies. No offense. But it's just kind of <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it seems very, you know, it's simple, but it's a bit too simple. And I think, like, you don't have that extra layer of variation on there. And I think that's that's kind of the thing that that's and and look, Migos is not going to care about this podcast, uh, so I could talk some shit. <laughs> but I feel like that's the thing that 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 kind of holds me back in terms of like really appreciating like the, the album and, and kind of like their total output as opposed to just me appreciating their singles. It you makes know? sense, and it and but what's weird about them is and it's really them because like a Travis Scott and not. Travis Scott, I won't say he's the the most talented. Actually, he's, it's weird. He's not the most talented person out there. But even when to his albums, they're all trap. But the beats kind of switch. Different things happen. Oh no, Travis Travis Scott, like it, he he could be because Rodeo is one of my favorite albums. Yeah, he could be the next Kanye. Like, if he if he worked as as hard as Kanye works every day, like five a.m. To another to five a.m. every day, he could be the next Kanye. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I can definitely see it. Except for one thing about Travis. What's that? I don't actually believe he's got talent. <laughs> like it's weird, but he. This one, hear me out though. That's not to say he's not talented per se. The thing is with him is the fact that he, if you if it had if he had if I had to have an executive producer, 
If, if I had a young, you know, Reggie's out there, somehow he went flashback in the time, I'm going to go out there, get my little trap sing song or Drake thing on, you know what I'm saying? I got my little, you know, athletic leisure fucking, <laughs> fucking jogging pants up to my ankles and shit, and I'm trying to be out there and trying to get fucking paid, trying to be out there like these young dudes. He would be the first person I would call right now in 2018 to executive produce. Mm. But the thing is, as far as his singing, as far as his rapping... There's something very generic about Travis Scott, which is I can't really put my finger on it, where you've got... And the thing is, it's weird because he's got such a following, but like a young thug. I hear, I hear young thug two seconds, I kind of get it. The only, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll give you that. Yeah, Migos, I'll give you that. I know the triple flow. The only thing I got with Travis Scott is he's got a specific autotune setting. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably got copyrighted. So when he wobbles into a song... I'm like, oh, that's Travis Scott. Not because he's saying some funny one-liners like Kanye. Yeah. Not because yeah, he's yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, it's only because it's that that whatever, you know, those those <laughs> whatever that that logic setting is in fucking <laughs> out of two plug and he's got this set, you know, set it to Travis Scott and that's it. Yeah. And that's the only thing about it. But like I said, even him, it within trap, he's found a way to kind of Exactly. This. This is a little more R and B. This exactly. is just really dark. This is so and so. Exactly. And it's like Migos just kind of makes like, you know, it's their their range is strip club, smoking in the car. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. Like there's Pretty no much. like, oh, you know, this song's a little darker. This song is a little brighter. This song's for because you can't even say like, oh, I'm right, I'm doing this for the ladies, like even the bad and bougie, because it's just it's 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 no you know, that just happens to be very hooky, which you do really well, obviously. Yeah. But it's not like they were like, oh, we're going to make this kind of song. Yeah. Exception of being Narcos, where they were like, look, Spanish sample. We'll, <laughs> we'll get this, this Mesita market. <laughs> it worked for Timberlake. I mean, Timberlake fucking. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, no, but yeah. So it's, and I'm hoping that, because the thing is, going back to that Crazy Rolling Stone article where they're like spending, you know, they're living like rappers, each of them have a mansion, of course. you know, take off at like a $20,000 fucking diamond shirt. It's like, unless y'all switched what? it up, yeah, dude, 20000 And then the thing is, it's, it's not even a guy shirt, it's a female blouse. Yes, they like their blouses. Actually, they like the blouses. They are game blouses. Yeah, Migos has their blouse. The blouse game is unheralded. Like, when it goes down to the best shirts in hip hop of all time, maybe I could imagine like the old school like Houdini, but it's only because his chest is half out. He's cheating. You know what I'm saying? But Migos' shirt game is off the easy. You can't really. I do want to say they they are fashion icons. Yeah, no, they they actually. I mean, in a- I mean, look. All right. Okay, Joe Budden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of where hip hop is right now, there's nobody dressing like Migos. There's nobody. There's nobody. There's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Because let's. Everybody re- don't want to look like Liberace. Yeah. <laughs> but we need that in the culture. We need somebody who's like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to be the Liberace of the trap. One. Not three. <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is, and not to get kind of sad, it's it's one thing to they, they just dress like 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 the old smelly dude who's like fifty trying to look turn up at Dolce Gabbana. Like that rich dude shows up there, the extra tight pants, the loafers, the shorter extra tight. I mean, yeah, like, they look like, like that, that old Italian dude. Yeah, you know? that old Italian like, dude out there. I, I still got it. Yeah, I still got it. So <laughs> if you want to dress like an old Italian grandfather. Come to the Amigo store. <laughs> <laughs> but they are icons. 
in, in their in their fashion. In their own way. I, in I, their own way. In their own way. But you know why? Because nobody's really who's wrestling. I guess maybe because like of Kanye, Kanye comes out. It's like oh shit, we're doing the Kanye shit. So for Kanye comes out for fucking shirt, and you fucking see that Kanye shirt for fucking two years. Like I've never seen Amigos blouse out in public yet. No. Do you want to? Only Migos well, can maybe. wear Migos blouse. I want to see. If, I want maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe that'll cure. You know the the. the fa- <laughs> 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 you know help help black men get to the feminine side. You know out there. Well, your birthday's coming up. Soon, you know so I want, you might see me out there. The Migos blouse. Ooh, you gotta be keep it silky. I want it nice and silky. <laughs> 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 uh, um, what else about Migos? Well, uh, well, well, one last thing, but like, yeah, so they, they haven't switched their shit up, and it's been five years at their at their reign. So if they don't switch their shit up soon, though, they're gonna be fucking empty hammered. Because the thing is, the way they're spending the money, the way they're doing it, mm. at a certain point, and that's true. And the culture's already shifting, where you've got all them SoundCloud dudes right behind them. Yeah. When the wave is getting slower and, and drowsier and more zanified, so I don't know if that's gonna pop. But either way, it shows you that hip hop's kind of making a. Even if it's a different kind of trap music, it wants to change to something. Yeah. And Amigos have been doing the same shit, literally the same shit, for five motherfucking years. I mean, longer than. Because Versace was what? 2011, 2012? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. But they don't have to, because no one's challenging them to. But it will get bored. It's yeah, like. Yeah, but their, their core base is kind of like, this is what we want. Please don't change. True. And soon if they change, then they lose that. True. But the core base is eventually going to graduate college and shit. You know what I'm saying? Strippers are going to be like, I've made enough money. Time to go back to school. You know, dudes are going to, you know, stop. Strippers getting... are already in school. <laughs> Stripping is their part-time job. Don't you start it. <laughs> but it's going to be a life change. Somebody's going to have to do something. And it's going to be like, I just can't imagine, which would be a feat. But like, you can't stay at the top so long without having some kind of switch. Yeah, one of the Migos gonna find Jesus. <laughs> but see, so here, here's another thing I want to, to talk about. Quavo is going to break off and go solo, like you know, like the boy band, like you know, they they, they break up and they, and Quavo's gonna go solo. He already he has everything. He has every he's, he's got the girl. He's got like all the production credits. Cats like when you think about Migos, like. If you go down the street right now and say, oh, name a member of the Migos, it's going to be Quavo. Like, he's already there. Yeah, he kind of killed that little role he had in Atlanta also. Exactly. Like, he's already, he's like, you know, like like six months from like splitting up, going solo. But I'll say in a weird way, though, and it's what sucks, I feel like he's kind of lost a step rapping. Like I feel like the other dudes. Well, takeoff is the is yeah you know is the, the solid genius solid genius. But I feel like in in the in the years where like you know they were, the the Migos were only the duos when one of them was in jail, <laughs> Quavo was like still kind of killing the bars. Yeah, and I feel like now the other two maybe it's because of the fact that the other two are around and he because I feel like he was stronger. I feel like he's not as focused. I feel like I would if, if I had to call any of them for a quick verse, I would have called Quavo. Yeah. And now I'd be like, take off an offset first. Probably offset, actually. Just because offset has a little, he's a little more joyous. He's yeah, a little yeah, more yeah, a bit yeah. bouncy. But yeah, no, it's, 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 but yeah, no, he's, he's definitely the one most poised to break away from the, 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 the Migos Hydra to form their own. But I don't know. It's, it's something where, like I said, I, I just think it's the, it's got to be, I think, I think we're in the age of prime me guy and this is it for them. Like, like not in a negative way, but I just can't imagine, like, 
2020 to be we'll be bumping Migos the way we're bumping Migos now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I definitely agree. I'm you know what? I'm not going to say that though because you never know. Yeah, you never know. Never know. But it's I, tough. It's it's tough. It's so, I mean you know, but I th- I think it's almost like there's so there's like you know what? We're just gonna throw all this out, and like something's got hit right. One of twenty four. Like that's that's you know. Yeah, but I just feel like all right. It's like Jay Z. Like, what was it? So Jay-Z, you know, the God King Jay-Z was definitely, you know, greatest of all time for X amount of years. So yeah. you figure from, like, volume two to, like, let's say, to the Black Album, Untouchable, right? Yeah. But then that was still, but when he fell, he fell hard. He fell real hard. Yeah, and, like, even now, like, he's in a space where, and, you know, Jay-Z's one, Jay-Z's one of my faves, you know, Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z versus Nas, I'll always say Jay-Z. Jay-Z had a point of his life where Beyonce outraps him considerably. Oh, yeah. Consider, like, enough where he needs to, like, like, you know, whew, and it's kind of ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that bar he dropped in fucking in Lemonade? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my, my, what was this? My, your breastesses is my breakfasts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, Number one, I'm going to take Nas over Jay-Z. In terms of, like, if I have to put together a super team of hip-hop, like, lyricists, I'll take Nas over Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I need to, to, like, make a hit, I'm going to choose Jay-Z. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I think I think that, um, you know, Jay is... And I think, like, when I, when I look at, like, something like 444, like, he found his lane. Yes. He's just kind of like, you know what? This is I'm an old-ass man. Because, you know, I don't want Jay and Migos collaboration. No, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I don't want something that's just kind of like, like I need to speak to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> um, and you know, I, and I think like, again, this is another idea for the podcast. Um, you know, I I, I do want a four 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 album from Migos. I want like a you know, I want I want them to, to kind of talk about like I understand like they they are still talking about. The things that they know, the things they're still involved in, they're still involved in strip club, they're still involved in like whatever. Like, all right, that's cool. But at some point, you need to talk about. I don't know. Like, you bought your mama. Like, you know, Quavo buys mama a house. But they do. They have those moments. He actually mentioned it. But the problem with Migos is that they're so. But it's like a bar. They're not going. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to go. They're not going to deep dive into that. Yeah, no. That's how like, it makes them feel emotionally. And the thing is, they'll have hooks. Like, uh, like I think it's like we work hard. They'll have like hooks. They'll have parts of songs which are like, oh shit, this should be a little yeah. deeper. Or it should be about this. It should be about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, it'll be it'll be like just a hook. It'll yeah. be like, and it would even be like you figure like maybe like at least like Takeoff will come in there and rap about like, like they, they don't ever stay in subject either. Yeah. It is very much like he, he, all their songs exist in bars. Yeah, like enough where you could take any of those bars and kind of just copy and paste them across all their songs. Yeah, yeah. And besides the probably the slight, you know. Beat changes and got to kind of get it lined up to the beat. It'd be the same, but you couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Are, are we? Are we? Are we finished talking about Migos? I think. I think we could do. Could do another another hour on culture. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, but I just see that good for them though. Like it's it's something where. I, and, and even though we've been slacking off to him, like like so kind of making fun of him as hip hop fans, as far as pop music, it's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, no. Like I fucking love it. Yeah. Like because it's unapologetically like even more so. Like I can't think of a, I can't think of a crossover act, and this is a, a cross genre 
who stayed unapologetically what they are True. at that high. True. Because like literally, like you know, even though they like like, like you know, even though they may be doing guest appearances, like Migos is still ignorant as shit. They still making homophobic comments. Of course. You know, these are the same dudes that got into a fucking Grand Theft Auto fucking shootout and fucking in I-95 <laughs> a couple of years ago. Like, there's still those dudes. Like, there's there's no song with, like, fucking Timberlake you know, on the album. You know, the closest they came to sound is having Post Malone. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 And Post yeah, Malone yeah. is basically doing the same wave. You know, it's, it's just kind of a weird feedback loop yeah. where... Post Malone took from the fucking trap wave yeah. right back to fucking... So it's something where I can't think of... And across the board, like fucking... Like even Metallica sold out. You know what I'm saying? Kinda? Of course. Like of course. It, it's something where fucking... But me goes to this like, fuck it. Like at any given day, you might have to be, go back to the trap and I got to keep it fucking uh, 100. You know, I, I, I can't be mad at anybody that's making it in America. Any black man that's making it in America and buying his mama's house. Can't be mad at that. Yeah, like, no. It, it, it's, and it's funny too because... I, I like I saw them perform on Fallon, and you know their performance was just you know it's them being them like they they you know they had like an elaborate set and they had all these things that you know that that kind of said that oh we're kind of more pop but they're still like the same three dudes yeah <laughs> it's it's and, <laughs> and then you cut to like the audience is all these like old you know, older Western white women like clapping <laughs> you know. <laughs> And they have no clue. Yeah. They're just waiting for that clap sign to kind of pop exactly, up. Exactly, but it's it's kind of beautiful. It's like these guys are, like you said, unapologetic. They're they're on this level. They're not going to change. Yeah. You know, they're not going to change. And and I don't want them to change. Like I don't want them to kind of. You know, I want them to explore different things, but I don't yeah. want them to, to change who they are. Exactly, and and that, yeah, that's it, honey. Like you know, definitely explore different sides, but it's kind of cool the fact that because it's something where like. It, the reinvention I want is more different sides, or just to give me little different BPMs or whatever, whatever. But it's it's fucking like I said, it's these these are the it, it's literally white America's nightmare on stage rapping yeah. and being themselves. Like yeah. even even when we make fun of the blouses, that's still unapologetically themselves. Oh, of like, course. I, like I got one friend who's you know talked about how you know he had a Versace shirt when he was in high school and that's what he loved and yada 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 and this and that. So even though I'm kind of cracking jokes, there's still like something there. You oh, know what I'm saying? There's still a Dapper Dan level to it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. So it's it's they like you know even though you know we may I may we may have gone a little hard on the Migos the last like 30 minutes or so. God bless the Migos. <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> Basically, I'm for anything. Anything that makes white America a little scared, I'm 100% for. And that's definitely Migos. <laughs> Is it though? Is it though? Well, I mean, then there's a there's I a mean, thing about where you know that what can what what actually does scare I white mean, America I, now? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like if Migos ran for president, would that be? I don't know. I I think uh. I think it's a. I mean, because I mean. <laughs> It's because we have such a one president shit to bed so badly, yeah. and then, and then sadly enough, Migos probably get the you know redneck I mean, racist, but who like hip hop vote probably. You know, but I'm just I'm just saying like Obama scared the shit out of white people, <laughs> so and he's he's like the best we have. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we'll sneak Migos in there. As, as, <laughs> Cardi B will be first. <laughs> First lady, they'll they'll just share like every you know, every week there'll be one Migos in charge of the government, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just have like whoever they're dating will be like fucking like the first lady for that week. And you know what would be funny? Like I want that to win. 
I want government to work. <laughs> I want like comprehensive le- legislation to be passed. <laughs> I want all that to work. I want that to win. And I can see it winning too, because if anybody's gonna roll up to like you know, <laughs> Mitch McConnell on some like find a shirt collar and shit in the middle of the night. Goons of goons with masks on some like what'd you say? What'd you say on Fox News? What? What? I don't know where your family lives. Exactly. It, like, it definitely be Migos. Government will be so- <laughs> Government will be trap efficient. <laughs> I mean, look, trap businesses are businesses. And and you know, like they have profit and loss, they have projection forecasts, they yeah, have, you no. know, like you know, I always remember a friend of mine who said, if anything, hip hop should have more Republicans. If something gets where everything's business, buy your bootstraps, bootstraps, business focused is definitely, you know, and that's definitely Migos. <laughs> so, yeah, no, vote, vote, vote. Migos 2020. Vote for the trap. Vote for Migos. Migos 2020. <sighs> I'm, I'm <laughs> anything is better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Who what else? else and, and, and well, I mean, yeah, I think it's all Migos. Although Lil Wayne apparently dropped his Reloaded mixtape, bro. I, I was actually sad because he's trying to he's trying to, to to rap the Migos flow on the track I heard this morning, and I I turned to my wife and I said, I hope trap music kind of dies, and not because I want trap music to die. I just don't like it when people kind of jump on that that flow. Or jump on these tracks and try to rap like that without the authenticity, and I, you know, and it felt like Lil Wayne was trying to like morph into that sound, rather than rather than Lil Wayne actually going in and doing his whole his own thing over that beat. But yeah, but the thing is, you could almost make the argument, even though he didn't do the triplet per se, he was the first one to kind of rap in that weird kind of. Like, you know, the, the bar is going this way. Wayne's going this way. Almost like you have two beats going at the same time. Yeah. So if anybody could have done that, I feel like it would have been 05 Wayne, 06 Wayne. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're dealing with 18 Wayne. And he, he, he's like, I, the kids are liking this. I'm going to yeah. rap like the kids, you know. And it's funny, too, because like... like and the, he's young, too. That's the kicker. Yeah. Wayne got old older than Kanye even though I, I, Kanye's older <laughs> I know right but I mean Wayne's been in the business since he was like 13 so, oh yeah true yeah you know that adds oh, <laughs> a good 10 years on you <laughs> all that sexual harassment <laughs> drugs uh, oh yeah label like, and he's oh god this label issues alone he's probably aged 50 years exactly exactly Oof. but like you know it's interesting too because like the Drake feature on on Culture 2 was Drake kind of doing that, but also Drake being like Drake is a chameleon like that. Where oh he yeah, kind of you know he can like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate the flow. I'm gonna show my appreciation, but I'm also just like a half Jewish dude from Toronto. Yeah, you know. So he, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think I'll you know if Lil Wayne wants to do that, he wants to embrace a trap. That's good. I mean, if it wasn't for Lil Wayne, there would be no trap music. You know, in a lot of ways. You know, but. Uh, you know, going back to Drake, though, speaking of he's somebody where if, if anybody will last forever, it'll be Drake because Drake will just he's like the Madonna of hip hop. <laughs> and it's like, what's happening now in these streets? And people are wearing fishnets on their heads. 
One read five thousand fishnets. I'm you making a fishnet what? album. Drake Drake's gonna do like you know the residency in Vegas, and I'll be all about that. Oh no! Come on, mm-hmm. my man, <laughs> dude. He's we've gone from like backpackery Kanye stuff to like pure R and B, yeah, to like Afro beats to like like the trap. Obviously, like there's there's no there, what hasn't he done? Like what what subgenre of hip hop hasn't he tapped? Like there's nothing where he hasn't nothing. Like Nothing. anything that's popular, he's like, I'm here. I was like, and acts like he was the first one there too. On something like, hey, oh, of course, of you know, course. crime. I discovered crime. He's <laughs> kind of like Apple, you know, like Apple computer. Like they're like, we, we like the iPhone is so great, and they act like they're the first like smartphone. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is Drake. Yes, that is Drake. Well, we didn't talk about the Drake tracks that dropped. Oh yes, uh, I got a chance to listen to him. All right. Uh, my whole thing with Drake is. He is kind of like staying in his lane. He's another dude who's kind of staying in his lane. Um, and I wasn't like, my problem with Drake is that, okay, dude, I get it. This girl wants commitment and you just want your bed and your mama. Cool. That's great. Do what works for you. Yes. But that's your same, same theme. Oh yeah, it's for like five albums now. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> and, and as a New Yorker, you you know Vashti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he dropped a line in um in the Migos album. Yeah, where it was like Vashti and Santos. And Santos, yeah. yeah. And I was just there like, is this, is this another Drake? Another shout out to one of Drake's exes, like you know. And the thing is, it could be so. And I guarantee you, it has nothing to do with that at all. Yeah. But I'm just so used to him whining. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that you can't tell if that's actual shout out or if he's just there, like you know. There's another one. Like, you hurt my, my shot. Heart. Yeah, I have my shot. Yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and he's such a in he's such a in a good way because he knows his, he Drake is the meme master. Like, oh no. He, like he knows he he thinks in meme. But at the same time, it's almost like it's it's the same kind of like you know what are his topics? His homies, his his the homies down in the six, <laughs> the ones that betrayed him and the ones that held him down. Yep, yep. The woman that hurt his heart, yep. you know, and moved on, and he sees them for some reason. Rick's always seen it and he's seen him out in the streets <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> and depending on how he left you, he either hopes you're doing well or, or wishes the worst for you. <laughs> yep, yep. And then haters. And haters, haters. That's it. Which I, I, I will have to say, Drake has a lot of haters. Yes, he has a lot of haters. Like he could, he could do a whole five album trilogy on haters. Legit haters. Like legit. It's, haters. He's the only one out there. Whereas like the haters, I'm like, oh, that that makes Drake actually has because people. It's Drake is it's definitely litmus test for a lot of hip hop fans. Yeah, yeah, and even like within Toronto, like he has cats who like who hate on him. I mean, number one, he steals a lot of flows, so I understand it. And then number two, like, people are like, but, but, we're more than just Drake. We out here. We in these streets. Drake ain't shit. <laughs> the, the streets of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and I see that yeah. as a New Yorker. You know, no, I, yeah, no, I mean, you know, so like, I understand like why he goes after the haters. It's just like, those two tracks to me, like, um, shit, I'm forgetting names, but, you know, one was kind of like the, you know, again, like he's in his cocoon and I want him to kind of like get out of his comfort zone. Well, and, and, yeah. And, and, and what's weird about even that comfort zone thing, it's interesting how like her back in the days, like you'd have your, your, 
like you know the rapper will start a label and have a whole bunch of people like cash money and yeah. it's weird how we don't really have that now if anybody could have made that pop you would figure it would have been Drake cause a lot of cause you know he's uh, he's always whenever somebody pops he's the first one on that remix yeah, like he's yeah, somebody yeah, he's got yeah, a really yeah. good he's he's a really great A&R yeah. so you figure by now it would be like a weird Drake you know, cash money, yeah. whatever the six. I don't know what he would but, call it. But you know, like, like the the funny thing is, like, he's a, a great A and R for producers and R and B slash producers. You know, because he has Party Next Door, he has Division, um, he has all his cats on like OVO affiliated, and even somebody like The Weeknd. But he's just like, he's not A and R for like hip hop. No. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean the thing I mean, is outside of like you know maybe could, like boy better know and he's trying to like get the yeah thing no going, no there's there's, like, yeah, there's there's no yeah it's you it's because I mean like he, he recognizes like he'll pop into like like again going back to like the Migos like he was popping on Versace like he he knows but like, like that's just anybody who just kind of trolls what's popping on like you know I well, guess I mean all right well all right there's a there's, there's a difference I'm talking about like within his crew oh yeah within his crew yeah absolutely yeah. no like like he know he has a sense of a what's popping he will jump on that track. But but I think it's but going back to your point with the sense of the crew. I, I think it's because maybe he's just not. Maybe he's kind of. There can only be one. Like why have another rapper around? Like like these R and B dudes. We're on in the same lane. So I could stay in my little corner. I could be rap king, and you guys can do your R and B stuff, and I could borrow all your your hooks. And it's fine. You know, I'd rather that than you know sign artists and like you know like be like a good music where you just don't put them out. Or Oof. you know, yeah. Or like when Erica Badu was trying to do like her vanity label and sign like King and like they festered, you know, it's just like you know, I'd rather Drake kind of be like, all right, cool, like I'm gonna be Drake. You just send me the beats, yeah. <laughs> you know, as opposed to you know, oh, you're dope. I want to sign you to my label, and then you know, yeah, not not getting a phone call <laughs> three months later. Yeah, no, I I feel you. I I just want to see like I want to see that whole. I, I want to see like the Drake. I want to I want to see the where's the Beanie Siegel. I want to see Beanie Siegel. <laughs> I want to see like you know Cameron showing up later. I want to see like like that era. You know what I'm saying? Like like Juvenile showing up with Cash Money. You know, like BG. Like I want to see like the interpersonal kind of. It's like everybody's kind of in in their own weird like micro spaces. I know, yeah. like I know, Future tried to have like he had free bands or he, like he tried to put, um was it um who's his brother's name Casio Casino yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's weird like like yeah like nobody's really doing the rap label mini rap label thing at all now. I mean, I feel like when I think about labels, like labels are pretty much dead. Like nobody's saying, "Oh shit, Atlantic dropped this." True. Oh shit, like you know, it's, it's, true. It's, 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 I mean, more. It's going to be more of like the Brockhamptons. You know, it's going to be more of like you know, the label is the collective, is the you know, like your whatever. awful records, where it's yeah. father and all those yeah, dudes, and yeah, then you know, all, as yeah. opposed to you know, like a Young Money, you know, which where it's like it's literally just an imprint of an imprint, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't see that happening, uh, but going back to your, your, your point, like I would love to do, have Drake do like a, a U.S. tour and goes to every city and just drops a track. <laughs> Dedicated to that city. And that you flow. know, like he goes to New York and he drops a track with Cameron. Like he goes to Philly and drops a track with freeway. Like he goes to, you know, ATL, like there's plenty of people to drop a track with. He goes to Houston you know, like like he goes to Miami and does like Trick Daddy and Rick Ross. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah, 
Like, like literally every single like city, he just like goes and drops a track. And then it's in the same patois of the city, so he's there and <laughs> <laughs> dropping the worst references. <laughs> <laughs> You be on Yelp, like looking up like the top restaurants, like oh, geez, like using like the slang and shit. He's in the Bay rapping like E forty. <laughs> like, it'd be in DC. It's like oh, I dropped a bowl at Ben's Chili Bowl. And, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, I, I see Drake doing that, but Drake is the only person that could do that. Like he can like bring the whole rap country together. Like, yeah, that is my, you know, that's like that could be Drake's like opus. It's epic. <laughs> Which is so sad because he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> but his dad's yeah. in Memphis. His yeah, dad's no. in Memphis. Yeah, he's, he's the one. If anybody could make the, the greatest regional, non-regional hip-hop album, you know, we're all in the same gang 2018, it would be Drake. <laughs> it would be Drake. Yeah. It would be Drake. But that's the thing. Like, him being Canadian, like, he has, I mean, really, like, no real... I mean, he has beats, but he's just like he's so like in it, but not in it. Yeah, he's in a he's, lot of ways. he's still a fan. Like yeah. I can imagine at the end of the day, like even though you know we're kind of going in on him for like kind of stealing flows and stuff, I don't think he's listening to it necessarily because he's like, oh, what's hopping? He's on some like, oh, this is dope. Like I can I can imagine Drake yeah. like Drake yeah. listens he listens to rap caviar yeah. for the fun of it, not for like exactly. Work but and he has no skin in the game. Yeah, you know, like like you being born and raised in New York, you feel some type of way if yeah. somebody like comes and tries to do something in New York. Whereas a, like, you know, Drake is not from here. So he can come. <laughs> he's like, whatever. It's like, look, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> and reference Dapper Dan. He's just like, I've, I've bought, uh, <laughs> I bought an XSL issue. I, I have old episodes, old issues of the source. You know, and it's like, it's nothing to him. Cause he's like, he's, he's he, technically he's a foreigner, you yeah. know? So he like, he appreciates it. And I think that's, that's the thing that, People kind of give like I like the fact that he does that, you know, because he people give him a pass on it. I'm 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 totally okay with that. Yeah, you know. So um, <laughs> OVO, get me, get at me. <laughs> I got ideas. Yeah, no. But and like I said, it's even even the festival I still want to go to. Like that's a great little like the um, the one. What is oh, it called? in Toronto, OVO yeah. Fest. Yeah, OVO yeah, Fest. Yeah. Still, yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, like he, like he, it's like he, he does. We, I like Drake. Damn it. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I feel, a Drake fan. Yeah, I'm a Drake. He does a lot of good things. Like I said, he he may be a biter. <laughs> He's a mad biter. But he does he does he definitely loves the culture. Like, <laughs> I don't think he could definitely tell. Like you know. And the crazy thing, like so those two those two tracks that he dropped last week broke uh, the Spotify streaming like 24 hour spring, uh, streaming record. Uh, He's the streaming god though. Didn't yeah. didn't um, more life do something similar? Yeah, it did billion streams. Yeah, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. He just it, it, it's it's crazy too because like he understands like worldwide like he understands now like you drop a track it goes to everywhere in the world so it's like you like that's why he has like South African dudes on there that's why he has like you know he's doing like stuff in Africa he's doing stuff in the UK like he understands like worldwide appeal <laughs> yeah so now like all these cats are like you know it's like they're all Drake fans now. Because Drake is given, you know, their local artist shine and things like that. So now, like, every track that Drake drops is going to be a streaming record. So, so I'm going to say He's this, crazy. but it's not the way I mean. Is he, like, the first post-hood rapper? I don't mean hood meaning that, like, hood, like, the hood. I'm saying where it's, like, this non-regional, where he's, Drake is such a chameleon that he's just the world rapper. Like, there's something where, yeah. like, it, more so than, like, because like, even, like a, like, a Kendrick 
He, oh no, it's like he's still comfortable. Yeah, he's but, still yeah. Because even with Drake, I don't really think Canada. Like I'm never like oh shit. Like this is like the weekend. I think more about Canada at times than I do about Drake. There's something about Drake for some reason where even though he, you know reps the six 120 percent. Yeah. When I think of Drake, Drake is just kind of like he's just he's just there. Yeah. Like he's always just kind of as it's like there's there's no there's no movement that's that he's tied to. There's no like reading he's tied to. And even though, like you said, like he's popping on it, like he's just worldwide. Like he's there's probably a Drake Russian track out there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's got the Tetris beat looped and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like vodka flow. He comes in there. It's yeah. He's he, the, the post regional rapper, the first post regional rapper. Yeah, no. Nah, it, it, I mean, again, he's built for the streaming era. Yeah. Like he's built for like the, the no boundaries, no genres era. You know, so I'm, I'm I'm not mad at him, and it's funny too because he broke, so like he like he had like four million streams in 24 hours on day one, and then the second day he broke his own record. Whew. And I'm just I'm, I'm yeah, and those are even like the, to me that's not even like quality Drake tracks that he dropped last week. You know, yeah, they're, but they're not bad. They're not good. They're not bad. They're not good. Yeah, I was know? I was afraid it was gonna be like some. I was afraid it was gonna be shit. It definitely wasn't. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't like, like I, I kind of already, like in my mind, this is like one trap was more, you know, contemplative, hip hoppy Drake. Yeah, and the yeah. other one was more poppy, you know. Yeah. Like we're all going to go out to the club, kind of. Like, you know, a little he, more upbeat. Subliminal disses in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why is he? And, and even that, the, the, the slower, more hip hop song, like, why are we still. Like and again, I understand he's got so many haters. He's the most haters dude, but still, why are we still why? Like give me something. Again, yeah. And that's see, that's the problem. Like I feel like I'm not really looking forward to this this full Drake EP because I feel like unless he's doing something different, unless he's like, you know what, I found a girl, I'm happy. Yeah, I, w- I would love to hear. <laughs> That's the thing. I would love to you hear know? like a happy Drake album. Yeah, yeah. Like Drake, Drake and, and drum. Yeah, Drake and, yeah, Drake and drum. Drake and drum. Like... Double D's. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm just living life. I'm good. Like <laughs> everything is great. Yeah, I'm counting my money and my blessings. Or yeah, or even like. Like a tone, like like if he dropped the Afrobeat like straight through. Oh man. Yeah, that'd be dope. If he dropped like you know, I would be. I want. Let me put it this way. I, I wouldn't be necessarily here for it. But he dropped. If he was like, I'm gonna go for that Taylor Swift crown. I'm dropping ten pop tracks type shit. Like you know, I mean, I would. I would be more intrigued to that than what like another Drake album of like you know. That's actually kind of interesting. Like I, I wonder what that would sound like. A pure pop. Drake, like pure pop. Yeah, no, I think I think I think he could do it. I think he could. No, he could yeah. definitely do it. If he, he was just like, I want to, I want to get that Timberlake crown. I want to go like, like if, I would like to kind of see that actually happen. The word, like I said, in a, in a morbid kind of way, because it could go bad very, yeah, very, yeah, very quickly. But if anybody could kind of cross over and it's like, yo, yeah. I want to. Well, he doesn't have the authenticity issues. Yeah. So you know, it's like it's not anything where he he needs to say I'm from the streets. I'm doing like whatever. So yeah. like that's a burden that he doesn't have to experience. Because you know when Kendrick. You know, dropped a verse in the Taylor track. Like people kind of gave him, yeah, know, some shit. That was for a that. big deal, yeah. You know, um, and he doesn't have to worry about that. He he's like, you know, so yeah, he's free to do that if he wants to. Like I I, I think 
he he's probably thought about it, but he knows that he has to do it like in the right way, at the right time. It's gonna be a, like a weirder verse Timberlake, where it's like you know Timberlake was this like you know like like white pop star in yeah. sync. And then suddenly he drops like this whole album of like, you know, these bangers where it's like, all right, it's definitely, you know, pop, but it's so, it's so soulful that, you know, the hood loves it. Yeah. And then so for him, he'd have to drop the exact opposite where exactly. drop these songs are just so Max Martin pop, you know, Calvin Harris pop perfection, but it still bumps and, you know, where we, he, he, he still have that connection. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Well, hopefully, know. hopefully we pull know. it off. <laughs> uh, what else happened this week? Um, Hip hop was banned in China. Oh yeah, that was. <sighs> yeah, and that, and that was yeah. <laughs> and, and the sad thing is, on the low, it's it's because that that was a pretty big market. A lot of those like uh, it's not necessary, obviously. Because everything is kind of K-pop adjacent down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, K-pop is kind of like the, the, the... You could argue K-pop, J-pop, though, to be honest with you. But, like, you know, that's the alpha and omega for, like, pop music there. Yeah. And then everything else kind of fil- filters. Yeah. So, like, th- there was already a lot of... There's already Chinese hip-hop. There was a lot of Chinese hip-hop-influenced pop tracks yeah, yeah. out there. So that's kind of a big move. Well, I mean, there's a show called The Hip Hop of China. Yeah. Which sounds probably better in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> but it's getting like 100 million viewers. Yeah, no. You know? And then there's, I forgot to do, there's a, there's a dude that has, he's a Chinese, but he like switched his time between like Chinese, China and Vancouver. And that's track with like uh, Travis Scott. Oh, shit. And, like, Dope. Really, really fire. So like, I guess the government saw that shit and it was like, no, we got to shut it down. And it's weird, because the thing is, I, I get, and obviously I'm gonna, I don't, I, I'm gonna wax poetic on like you know the control China has. I kind of get their controls as far as pertaining to kind of keeping their way of life going, as far as the economic model, as far as just general controls, where you know, yeah. as far as like a totally free market is always a guiding hand. And it's just weird to have like it for it to come down and grab that culture specifically. Yeah, but you know, that, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, it's. I mean, I don't want to get all like the economist uh, on this podcast, <laughs> but you know, like, like, like China is going to be more or less like a superpower at some point, but they like they they lack that like soft power. Yeah, they lack that like cultural appeal. Like K-pop is popping now. Yeah, you know, like Japan has always been popping. Yeah, you know, obviously United States, you know, has been like the cultural center for a long time. Yeah, even when you look at look like the UK and like things like that, like those things to me influence people's uh, you know mindset just as much as anything a politician can do. Yes, agreed. and like they're trying, like you know, they're trying to scramble. Apparently, like they they try to to create a pop star. The government, the Chinese government, tried to create a pop star. <laughs> and it just like didn't work. And they had her like doing like tours in New York and she played like Mercury Lounge and shit like that. Aww. You know, and like didn't work. And now it's like you have this gift horse. You have hip hop. <laughs> you know, like you have this global culture just like sitting there with a hundred million people like saying, Yeah, this is cool and you shut it down. Yeah, nah, it's you it's, it's cause you had a couple of Japanese hip hoppers that were crossing over on the trap side. Yeah. That were getting like their SoundCloud, like like I'm gonna be like, oh, they were selling out huge, huge, but they were definitely competing with your like your regular SoundCloud dudes. Like yeah. they were touring. Yeah. And like like Keith Aethman, keep Keith Ape um, Keith Ape. Is it that, that was Keith Ape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's weird where it's it's it, and you're right, that would have been their cause the thing is I, I sincerely doubt 
and I could be wrong, like a lot of Chinese, just like like U.S. hip hop. It's a wide variety. Definitely oh, yeah. going to be some politics, but I was going to be like, I'm out here partying, freaking hanging out. Exactly. So I just can't imagine it being like that subversive that they were like, oh, we've got to get rid of it. Yeah. Because even like, and like maybe because we're jaded, like even like Amigos and stuff, it's you know people get shot in them songs all the time. You know, strippers, yada yada yada, but. At the same time, it's not like anything that feels like where it's making a huge, you know, there's nothing subversive about it. There's nothing yeah. where I'm just like, oh, I want to go yada, 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 or it's not, it's not public enemy. Yeah. It's just party music. Yeah. And that's what's weird where at the end of the day, you know, I just can't imagine. But I mean, it's, it's almost just like being, you know, sometimes being black in America is like sometimes just who you are is subversive. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, and not to be funny, maybe that's what it is too. Maybe it's the, it's, it's a weird racism thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is so, you know, this is not, because, you know, look at it culture wise, where it's just like, you know, certain cultures are held higher esteem than others. And unfortunately, hip hop is still, even now. Oh, yeah, you know, even know. even in Grammy Soul Black era, like it's, it's seen as a le- lesser culture. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, oh well, you know, we want our kids to like, you know, rock rock guitars and so and so and violins and violins and blah blah blah. This whole NPC and, and hip hoppery thing is gonna it's gonna go nowhere. It'll <laughs> <laughs> never be popular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the funny thing. It's just like, okay, cool. You ban it from television, whatever. They just they just just gonna take it underground. Oh yeah, no. And it's not like it's going to go away. You can't going back to the Migos. Migos is showing up. Gucci Mane is showing up in places. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. Yeah. Like you can't really. It's not like it's something where like if you have like Katy Perry is a vehicle for trap. You know, and yeah, rap music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miley Cyrus before she went back to country. Again, another vehicle. Timberlake, guarantee somewhere. I, I don't know. Is, are there any MCs on the album? I wonder. Uh, hmm. I hope not. Yeah, hopefully not. But like you know, like he had Jay Z on the last suit and tie thing. So it's mm-hmm. like it's hip hop will make its way in. It's kind of impossible not to. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and you know, just to kind of switch to movies, like Black Panther is going to open in China, like. February 15th out there. Oh, yeah. And that so, whole soundtrack is going to be a rippity rap. Yeah, you know, so it's like, you know, it's going to happen. Like, it's it's going to happen. But maybe not. Maybe maybe it's like, oh, shit, Marvel's like scrambling now. So right now, like, what the fuck do we do? So like this young, like, you know, Chinese techno producer out there <laughs> got his first, his first Mac, but he knows somebody who knows somebody. Or maybe you put a beat up there on, on you know, SoundCloud and, you know, <laughs> the, the movie producers over there on some like, you know, shit. <laughs> Call that dude up and right now he's out there banging some really horrible techno beats <laughs> for Black Panther. <laughs> uh, Sound like 1990s. <laughs> just really bad fucking, you like, know, Chemical Brothers type shit. Um, I, I love that era. By the way, I love like when you were making like techno beats on your PlayStation. Yes, that was great. Prapper the rapper. That's great. <laughs> that was great. Mm-hmm. Like it was like what well, ah, shit? What was it called? It was like MTV Beat Studio or something like that. That was, that was amazing. Supposedly, Dizzy Rascal made his first album off that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he did. Still he one, did. and I still pound for pound one of the greatest hip hop records of all time. I still say yes. And and very even though it doesn't have the trap hi hats. That just over, over cl- that clipping bass sound and that little, it's very, like you can play it now and it sounds like. Oh, no, it's yeah. very contemporary. Yeah, very, it's definitely way ahead of its time. That's yeah. enough props. Yeah, and that, yeah. Shit, that album's what, like 15 years old now? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, Boy in the Corner, definitely. Boy in the Corner. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think, 
What else has happened? We have to wait till after after we have to wait for the Grammys aftermath. Yeah, and then the next time next week. we meet, it'll be the official Timberlake album will be out, so you yeah. have to digest his entire. I mean, you know, it's like the Grammys are apparently going to start with Kendrick Lamar on U two, and yeah, those because those, those collaborations always work really well in the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> all I remember about the Grammys are all the fantastic again, music they've given us. Again, those collaborations. Like, like I know we talked last week. We were like, "Oh yeah, Kendrick Lamar is going to have a shine. He's going to be like that dude." No, he's stuck with you too. <laughs> and, 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 he's stuck with you. And I understand, like they had, like you know, Bono had that that hook on his song. On um, that was a that was an was embarrassing that, hook. I love that hook. Here's the thing. And every, I, I should not say the hook. What I really meant to say is, all right, so you've got this dope song, and the hook is fantastic, but it says featuring U2. It's not featuring U2. No, this is Bono. It's a little hook. They probably took, it's almost like they took, took from the vaults, <laughs> and they just kind of played it. <laughs> like, Bono still has his melody, so it's not like that hard to have gotten that hook. Yeah. So, so we're just saying, like, featuring U2, like, it's going to be this crazy rock, so-and-so. Yeah. No, that, that could have just been a fucking sample. That could that was not, you know, that was just, well. I mean, but no, because like, U2 dropped the same, dropped their song on their last album, and it's the same hook. Oh really? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, shit, they're not. Yeah. But it sounded way better on the Kendrick album, which is kind of sad. Yeah, because like the you know the the U two album was like, you know U two records like you know just kind of rocky in the the Kendrick. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Everything's going oh, nuts. Oh shit. Oh my goodness. That was an Apple commercial. That was an Apple commercial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know. <laughs> You want everything to ring at the same time? At the same exact time. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> you want your iPad? <laughs> you want your MacBook? Your, your iPhone? iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your toaster? <laughs> your watch? Your watch? Oh, yeah, your watch. Your watch? All that? Apple. Apple. <laughs> but, yeah, no. And, and the thing is, like, going back to the YouTube, it's it's kind of, yeah, it, it, it's... I just want to see. It feels like, sadly enough, all the bands that you'd want to see kill it, like your Lady Gaga and Metallica, the ones that were bringing the youth, they have them work together. But it's always somebody really like, like somebody who shouldn't be on stage by themselves, who's really boring and re- like you know whoever's doing adult contemporary, yeah. they'll leave that person out there to fail basically yeah. for like like a five or six minute set. Yeah, and it's always really sad. <laughs> it's just like at least if it's like you know it, it, it's always like you know something very. Just like you know, like not even Adele. Like some, like if it was Adele, that'd be a good choice. But yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. like, like if somebody's like in an adult contemporary kind of category where you know. Oh yeah, 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 and it'll, it'll be them and maybe guitar, them and the piano. And yeah, kind of like, and they're at like after Migos. Yeah, and, and it's, and it's <laughs> such a joy kill. It's such a joy kill. Such a joy kill. But all right, I figure we'll, uh, we'll we'll touch it next week. Yeah, we'll touch it next week. Uh, I think we should probably. Yeah, we'll cut wrap it, it up. We'll wrap it, it up, and then so that way we have enough hate for the because we have hella, hella hate. Cranny. I mean, we could, we 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 went after the gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, folks. Until next time. Until next time. Reg and Stone. Check you later. Peace.